Welcome to the Think Generation Wealth Podcast, episode 30, and I am your host, Amir Estimo. In the next two episodes, episodes 30 and 31, will be recordings I did a while back ago on another podcast for life insurance uh, awareness month. As you guys know, we are in a pandemic with COVID. So just want to highlight and heighten the importance of life insurance because with everything that's going on, if you don't have life insurance, I can tell you right now, these insurance companies are going to make it harder now for people to qualify for life insurance, especially with us in the middle of a pandemic dealing with COVID. So I think it is important for you to have life insurance to get yourself insured before it gets harder. So I interviewed two people, Jennifer Fitzgerald and Georgette Nguku, who will share, who are two women who are very highly respected in the industry, in, in the life insurance industry, in the financial services. And they're going to share in their experience with life insurance and give you some valuable tips. So for episode 30 and 31, you will get insight from these two, some tips, and hopefully you can take them and put them into action. Again, it is very, and I can't stress this enough, it is very important to get life insurance if you have not done so. So let me share my contact information. Actually, if you're not here in the States, I would love to hear how does, what part of the country, because from my understanding, um, these episodes are in various countries uh, across the world. I would love to know how does the life insurance process works in your country. So when you get a chance, hit me up at thinkgenwealth at gmail.com. Think genwealth at gmail.com also you can find me on facebook amir estimo you can find me on instagram the amir estimo you can find me on linkedin amir estimo i have a website coming soon the amir where you'll be able to go and you know be able to hit you know, look at my contact information know what i'm about also, if you'd like to find out more information about, uh, if you'd like to find more information about life insurance, you can email me, thinkgenwealth at gmail.com. Also, don't forget, please rate and review the podcast. I would love to know feedback. I would love to know how am I doing. I would love to know what would you like to talk about? What would you like me to talk about on the podcast? So get a chance. If you have an Apple, that purple app that said podcast, click it, rate and review and subscribe to the podcast. This podcast will be delivered to you every Friday. The goal is every Friday at 5 a.m. Unless there's something that makes me can't record in podcast. My goal is to drop a podcast episode every Friday at 5 a.m. So, again, folks, if you have not done so, 
please get yourself life insurance. Make that a priority. Okay? You don't want to wait till the last minute. Do it now. Make it a priority, folks, because it's going to get harder because of right now with the pandemic, with COVID, these life insurance companies, it's not going to be as easy as before. So these next two weeks today, episode 30 and 31, um, I recorded these episodes a while back ago. So I'm replaying these podcast episodes again. So again, you'll be able to get some really good information that these two uh, women brought onto the podcast and hopefully you could take it, put into action. All right. Until next time, positive vibes, much love to you guys. You could be doing anything in the world, but the fact that you're taking the time to listen to this podcast, I really do appreciate it. Thank you. Until next time, next week. Hello, welcome everyone. Thank you for listening to the Amir Estimo podcast. In today's episode, as you guys are aware, we've been, I've been talking a lot about life insurance month as raising awareness for life insurance. Today we have Georgia Nguku, who is a good friend of mine, who, who I, I'm actually very inspired by her story of where she came from. She comes with a lot of experience in the financial service sector. She's been someone who's passionate, who um, is about helping people, especially in her community, bring awareness to financial literacy. So she comes with, she's from, if I'm not mistaken, Maryland, right, Georgia? You originally came from? Yeah. Yeah, so, so now she's in Texas. So today's episode, she's going to share her little bit about her story, and also we're going to dive into about the importance of life insurance, since this is Life Insurance Awareness Month. So everyone, welcome to the podcast today, Georgette and Guru. Thank you, Georgette. Thank you, Amir, for giving me the opportunity. Uh, it's a pleasure to, to be here to, today and share my experience with everyone. Like I may say, I, my name is George Ngeku, originally from Cameroon, which is the French-speaking part, so you can hear my accent. So bear with me with that. And so I'm so excited whenever I talk about insurance, whenever I talk about financial education, I get excited because coming to this country 10 years ago, I started as a corporate worker like everyone, working in the IT field. I have a master's degree in, in IT you know, GIS, Geography Information System from the University of Maryland. And I've been working as a corporate uh, person working at the World Bank in Washington, D.C. for more than seven years. And in between, I was so fortunate to come across uh, the organization that I'm working on, that I'm working with right now, that introduced me to this great concept of love insurance, protecting family, protecting our assets. And for the last five years, I've been doing that. And the last three years, I've been working at the full time in this organization. So I'm always excited to talk about that. And I'm ready for any question. Thank you. Awesome. Awesome, Georgia. So you came from, so you mentioned you was in the IT. So how do you, 
go from IT. What made what inspired you to go from IT into the financial services? Because they're two different niches, right? Absolutely, Amir. It's completely two different niches. And five years ago, I have no clue in finance. I have no background in finance actually. But I I started part time like many people in our organization and. I learned why still working through my work and gradually I I was able to get myself up to broker position which is SMG and from there I was able to replace my income part-time and I decided to go full-time so the transition wasn't easy but it's doable as long as you see the value that you are bringing to people and for my case in the IT world I, I didn't know, I didn't think that I was giving so much impact, that I was impacting people as much as I'm doing right now with finance. Because when I see with the family and I, I protect that family by providing the right education, the right product, I feel like I'm impacting that family positively and I'm impacting the generation, you know, to come. And for me, it keeps me excited every day, even though I love arty. But I have a greater mission by helping family in their finance because the impact is really direct to them. So, okay, great, great, great. So the the impact you talk about impact, right, Georgia? So that impact, the feeling of helping a family, knowing that you just secured someone's probably generation. How how does that like? How does that make you feel? Well, um, you know, I, I want to a little bit, be a little bit uh, talking about my community. When I talk about my community here, I'm from Africa and I know what it means. Bridging uh, uh, generational wealth, which is not something that many people master that. And I have seen family, uh, I have seen people being very rich, but when they pass away, everything is gone with them. And it has been my worry because I like it. It must be something, something must be done so that we can keep that generational wealth. So being introduced to this company, I learned how to not just help family to build wealth, but how to grow that wealth to keep the wealth and transfer that wealth to generation. So when we talk about life insurance, it's not just about somebody dying, which is something that many people think that that is the main thing, which is the main thing, but how can we leverage that love insurance as a vehicle where you can build generational wealth by protecting your income, protecting your asset, protecting your life, but also transferring that asset with tax advantage. And that is a big thing that many people miss out. Now, were you did you ever were you ever financially educated before you, you know, switched career, before you did something else? Absolutely no. I'm having two master's degree because I have my first master's degree in Cameroon as an educator, as a high school teacher, and I have my second master's degree here, but I have never been exposed in any financial concept or financial form, you know, training until I, I, I joined this organization. I have no clue. I never heard about the role of 72, nothing like that. I was just blind in financial, you know, Georgia, so you mentioned the rule of 72. Can you just give a, like a, a trailer version of what the rule of 72 is? 
Absolutely, Amir, you know, and this is a very little concept, but that concept can change so many people's lives. And whenever I talk about that, I get excited because I, it blew my mind when I, 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 I realized that small, that such small concept can make so much impact in the world. You know, the rule of 72 is just a mathematic formula developed by Einstein that gives us, uh, that gives 72 as a number, if you double divide 72 by the interest rate that you get from your money or from your debt, it gives you a certain number. And that number is a little bit equal to the number of years it takes for your money or for your debt to double. And this is magic, Amir, because when we talk about that, many of us, we are using that role or that interest against us by taking so much debt by having credit card, by having student loan that I did. I did my master and I got into student loan averaging about 10% every single year. That means every seven year and a half or less, I, my, my loan have to double. But when I look at my salary or my income in the corporate world, there is no way that I could double my salary in seven or eight years. Mm. It means what? It means we take so much loan trying to get more degrees. But at the end, that loan is doubling faster than our ability to double our income. And that is a burden for many, many people out there. But when we sit with the family, our job is to make sure that we educate them so that they understand that they can use that interest for them. When I talk about using interest for them, it means that if you understand how money works, now you will be worried about where to save your money and get a higher return. And that is what we do. We want to show them how can you get a higher return where your money can double faster. Mm. And not just double faster, but sustain. That means you lock, you safeguard that money. That means when he double, you can still keep that money and you don't lose the money. Because most people there, they, they can make their money double faster, but they can also expose that money to loss. To losses and when you are losing money it affects you more because he, he slow you down in the growth but if you have the ability to not just to double your money faster but also to lock in the game this is the big big guy so if you have an opportunity to learn this you have the power of controlling your future and that is our job all day every day when we see the family that way we make sure that we educate our family to do Oh man, Georgia, thank you very much for saying that. Um, now, the, the Rule 72 concept, do you think it's something that not a lot of people are aware of? Like it's this hidden secret that people just don't know. That's why I probably, because you talk about expose your money to losses. So when you talk about exposure, are you talking about like the stock market or like, or is this just something people just not aware of and then needs to be brought to, brought to light? Absolutely. Whenever you, you are investing somewhere where the floor is not protected, when, whenever you are investing somewhere in a strategy where, you know, you don't have the guarantee on that money, it's a problem. Whether it's a stock market, whether it's your retirement plan, your qualified plan that you have at, at the world, as long as it's invested in the variable account, that means somewhere where the floor is not guaranteed, your ability to lose money will not have you build wealth fast. So you always have to look into what is the best strategy. And so far, index have proven 
to be the best strategy because of that ability to log you in, to lock in the game, but also make sure that you participate in the market without losing that money. And this is a big thing to do. Oh, great, great, great. So that, um, now let me ask you, Georgia. So for someone who is not aware of this concept, how, like what's the best way for them to get educated? Well, um, usually I like to, what make me funny, I always ask people, we, most of us actually, we drive, right? We drive a car. Yeah. And to drive a car, and I can tell you because I really start driving here in America. That means in Africa, even though I have the driving uh, license, but I was not driving. But in America, what happened for you to go on the road? It takes what? It takes training. Yeah. And then you have to pass the uh, driver license. You have to go for the road test. You have to pass that. Even though you have all that training, guess what? When you are on the road, they still the police is still there. You know, the camera are still there monitoring you. Why is that? Because they don't want you to crash. Because they don't want you to hurt somebody. Because they don't want you to hurt yourself. The yep. question is, when it comes to money, because when we take car and we take money, which one do we use the most? And I'm sure, Amir, you, maybe you are from your office. Maybe you have not get out to get into your car like me. Seen yesterday, I'm in this room. I'm in this house. But guess what? Since this morning, I I, I have I took shower, which is money that I'm using. Yep. I, I drank water. I took breakfast. Oh, everything that we do involves money. But what is it that we have no education about money at all? What is it that we have no way to even learn learn about what we use the most? Because we use money almost all the time. But many of us have no clue. Like myself, I said, I have two master degrees. I have never been exposed to any training. And nobody really ever even asked me, even my bank, to say, hey, me, George, because you are banking in our system, here is how money works. I never had that experience. And that is the problem. Now, how do you get that education if nobody is actually worried about you learning that? That is why our job is to be able to create that awareness so that people can be aware and we want to sit with them and bring it to that level because right now, financial education is reserved to the high class because they can afford to pay maybe a financial advisor. But the lowest class American, which represent about 95%, who really take care of them? Nobody. If somebody like you are not Amir, if we don't stand up and be able to go to them and show them how the finance is working, nobody will really care about them. And that is why we make sure that they can come to us. We will make sure that we educate them. And the good part is we do that for free. We do that for free. There's no commitment to buy from us. You can get education and you go and buy anywhere, but at least that education can help you to take a sound decision. And that is the, the job that we do. We have also some way of educating through video, through uh, books. But if somebody don't recommend you the raw video, we have billion and billion of video on YouTube. Which one will you choose if you don't have the proper garden? So no, somebody must guide you. Somebody must share something meaningful to you for you to sort through that ton of information out there and be able to get what you are looking for. And I also said this, you cannot get a private information in the public place because many people say, oh no, let me Google it. Yes, 
If that was the case, you could have Google and find the answer long time ago. If you have not found the answer so far, that means it's not a public information. It's a private information. You, you require a professional to tell you what to do. So, but many people, what do they do? They get advice from their friend, from their family member, from their colleague, except a professional. And that's where we, we keep doing the same thing that our parents and our parents. So I, I'm very, very impressed by what you are doing on me because that is for you to raise the awareness so that people are aware that we need to be educated. We need to transfer that education to our generation. And I'm very grateful to assist, to, to help if there is any need in that area. Thank you very much, Georgia, because uh, I was actually listening to a podcast and then the gentleman mentioned, he talked about how he was talking to someone else and they had like a very negative viewpoint of life insurance. And one thing he said was that it's not about you, it's about the generation that's coming behind you. And I think that's where the, this, I guess a disconnect that comes in our communities because there's a negative connotation that life insurance is it's not, it's not something that's needed. I don't want to leave it for anyone. I don't want people to get rich off me. So is that typically what you also hear? Like what's some of the, the negative feedback you hear about life insurance? And how are you able to, let's say if you're dealing with a client, able to take that negative experience to a positive experience? Absolutely, right. Uh, many people confuse uh, uh, different things. So I, I want to just say this: there is different type of life insurance. Some people may not like it, but the the choice we make the difference. If you don't like life insurance for one reason or another, maybe you don't have anybody that depend on you financially. Because many people confuse love insurance and debt insurance. Mm. Love insurance means something that can provide you living benefit at the same time. That means if you are sick, you can still have the benefit of long-term care. That means well, it's something that can give you uh, uh, the opportunity to build cash and use that cash for your retirement. Something that can give you a way to get tax-free, you know, on that money that you are building or tax advantage. Now, debt insurance, which is, I believe, that is what many people know, that by the life insurance is to die. It's for you to die so that somebody benefits from that. So I always tell people that, hey, if you don't care about leaving money behind you, what about yourself if you are sick? And we have seen this year, Amir, how many people have died just in America? Or how many people have been sick and become disabled just because of this pandemic? So, if you don't care about leaving money for others, can you care about yourself? What about your income? Is your income protected? That you don't, this is for yourself. What about you building money inside that vehicle where you can take later on? And now, let me tell you also about people who, who don't care about leaving money to, to, to people that they care about. I want to ask them, especially parents, when you are a parent. So what if you don't care about the children that are in this world? Even in the, I, I don't want to cut the Bible, but I want to say even in the Bible, it says that a good man leaves you know, inheritance to generation. Yep. So is it a bad thing to leave this earth 
and be able to leave something for those that you brought in this earth or just to leave this earth and make everybody go to the street because you don't want to leave anything. I want, you know, it's something that you cannot push somebody to really do, but if they understand the damage that they are doing for the community, the damage that they're doing for themselves, they, they could, you know, think twice before they say that they don't really care at all, leaving something for those that they brought on this earth. But again, even if they don't care about that, that living benefit power, which is the life insurance or the death insurance, they can take advantage of that and do more with now, let me, let me ask you, Georgia, is the the wealthy doing this also, or is just this is just only for the middle class and lower? And that's a very good question. And I wanted to even challenge them and telling them that, hey, if bank themselves own love insurance, if companies own love insurance, when are they going to die? Why would they do that? So if they are doing that, if wealthy or if billionaires are owning love insurance, it's not any more love insurance. That means there is something beside that that they are trying to achieve. And that's why I just I, I create a distinction between life insurance and death insurance. Those guys own love insurance. They don't own small love insurance. They own billions of dollars of love insurance. Why? Because that is the way they secure their assets. They grow their assets without taking risks. They protect their assets against creditors. They transfer the asset to generation without too much tax consequence. That is why they're doing that. So if you hate debt insurance, you own life insurance. I'm sure some people are confused now. That's why you are there. I'm here to clarify them and see them and provide the difference between debt insurance and life insurance. Yeah, and I have to concur with you. What you were saying earlier, Georgia, is one thing for me growing up is we were never really taught how money works. And and I just thought of um, life insurance as something negative. I was one of those people too. But as I became more educated and learned about life insurance and what it does, I say, you know what, it's not for necessarily for me, it's for the future generations. Because you mentioned something, I think you mentioned something like well, the Bible. The Bible says you, a man leaves these inheritance for not only for his children, but his grandchildren too. So it's not about just my, the generation behind, it's for generations that's come. And if the wealthy are doing it, then they're wealthy, then we need, I need to be seeing what they're doing to get to that point too. I may not all, I may not be billionaire like a Jeff Bezos or anything like that, but the fact that if I can set the generations that's coming behind me, three generations to where we can advance and keep keep our name, keep the Estimo name, keep like somebody like even Nguku last name going, then I think this is a great tool that I can use. It's not, It's. I think it's a great tool that I can use to be part of a wealth building, right? So now let me ask you a question, Georgia, is, do you get the common question that life insurance is an investment tool? Absolutely, absolutely. And um, what we've been saying, actually, Life insurance is one of the best investments to out there for those who are educated. So, because investment too, because you can invest in the life insurance. Well, when I say investment too, I think I let me use a different word because I don't want somebody to call me wrong. It's not an investment, but it's a financial building too. Because when you put your money in there, 
But the way we talk about embedment, we see about you know we see you know fluctuation. But the difference with with Laventure is that he doesn't fluctuate. But yes, you can build whatever. That's what I talk about index because when you love when you pay the premium, that premium is index. That means index to an investment company, the S and P 500. But the difference is that he doesn't go down. He doesn't. You don't lose money like uh, if you, that money was in the stock market. But you still participate in the market when the market go up. So he, you can get a good leveraging by that, and you will never worry about you losing money. And with that, you can build well faster. So definitely, is something that not just he give you the tax advantage, but he give you a way, an edge against with the inflation because you have the possibility to do to get to beat the inflation which is one of the big way because many people out there they save the money in the fixed account where inflation will just come and wrap out their money the money power because of the cost of living but if you put the money inside the life insurance you are securing the fact that the market will, will grow with the market performance and you will beat the inflation without taking so much risk on the market. Oh, great, 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 Georgia. Thank you. Thank you for clarifying that. Thank you for clarifying that. Because that's that's very important to know is that it's not necessarily a investment, it's a protection. So you talk about the floor, and then um, I think you talk about the, the, um, the floor, which is basically, you know, when your money, when the market dips, you know, you lose you don't lose anything because there's that floor. Now, let me ask you, do you ever get, have you, even right now, let's say during this pandemic, do you get people calling you saying, hey, what's going on with my money? Is my, or is it just, you don't get those calls because your clients are confident in what you have educated them on? Um, that's a good question. I think last March with the corona pandemic where, Many people lost the money on their retirement. I, I received a couple calls from my client asking me, hey, what's going on with my account? Because I have like 400, of, 400 of them. And I said, you know, you have not lost anything because uh, you are not on the market and they were not. Doing. So I did review, policy review, and many people got excited. And I remember this lady where, when I did her review, she asked me, she owned the policy two years back. And when I finished her review, she realized that actually she, her money is doing, her account is performing very well. And comparable to her 401k that she had, and she had lost, you know, some good money there. She asked me, Miss George, how can I do to be like you? I said, I can show you. And she had three children. I said, okay. I, I, she said, you know what, I really want to be like you, educating others. I said, we can do it. I said, you know what, I will train you, you will get your state license, and you will give it to her family. And in one week, she got her state license. In the next one month, we processed everything. The next two two weeks following, she made about 4000 and she was really excited. One other than talking to you, she is training order. She's the one training other she is training, she have like a, a little team of 15 people that she's leading now while being home with the kids. She have three kids and this is an opportunity that people also have to learn with because many people out there, they just need to have something as a way that, that where they can use 
especially that maybe they are homeschooling the kid or they are homeschooling the kid like me. I'm homeschooling my children. I don't want to be going out. But the good news is, with this pandemic, our our the landscape of business have changed a lot, and our business have gotten so much better because everything is happening on Zoom. Every week, I can have more than 20 Zoom meeting with people. And he makes it very easy because people connected from everywhere in America and they can be, and I'm able to educate them. And even this Sunday, I have a big event coming up. Every single week, I have an epic event. So this is also an opportunity for somebody who is looking for an opportunity to see that and can leverage on that. If you have the heart to help others, definitely it's a great opportunity for everyone. Awesome, Georgia. So now you mentioned you have a big event. So it's me who don't know much about um, financial education. Where can I um, connect with you on this big event to get educated? Because it seems like you're growing your business, you're growing a, a team of teachers. Would you say that? Definitely, yes. And it's open to the public. So they, I do everything on Zoom. If somebody needs to access that, you can reach out to Amir and we get and we give him all the information. It's open to public. It's all about educating people. And by the way, we have some great leader there, different leader from different background, and that is the best thing to, to leverage because when you see somebody who came, who is a veteran talking, somebody who is a medical doctor talking, talking funny, somebody who is a, a business owner talking funny, it's just exciting. So, and that is the event that we'll be having on Sunday, and it's open to everybody. Okay. What I'll do later on, what I'll do, uh, I'll get your information and I'll link it in the show notes because I'm going to release this podcast actually Friday and I'll do some promotion on it on Instagram and Facebook. Give people an opportunity to check you out because you, Georgia, you're very passionate. Even just seeing you, people can see you right now, see your passion about it. Uh, and you're, you're, you know, you're very, you know your stuff. So anybody that checks into your your event will be will leave with a lot of value no no fluff right definitely uh, definitely we are expecting more than 200 people coming so yes yeah so it's please for everybody thank you amir no problem it seemed like you're busy you said you have about 20 zoom meetings a day so you 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 on it georgia that, that you got to get the word out you got to get to because you only have so much time on this planet to make an impact so you might as well use as much time as you can now because you never know when that time is coming, right? So while you're here, if you have to do 50, 60 in one day, <laughs> hopefully you have some time for yourself. Take some time for yourself. Yeah, thank so, you, Amir. Thank you for the opportunity. <laughs> no, thank you very much for coming on to the podcast, Georgia. I really do appreciate it. So now let me ask you, where can people find you? Like as far as social media, etc. Oh yes, I am on LinkedIn, Jordan Gieku is my name. I'm on Facebook, Jordan Gieku, you know, and my account number is 240-280-5513. 240-280-5513. And Amir is a point of contact as well. <laughs> so if you reach me, you reach me. <laughs> yeah, that would be great. Okay, thank you. <laughs> Don't be surprised if you start getting a lot of people calling you, telling you, hey, please educate me on how money works, right? <laughs> yeah, it's, it's always a pleasure. 
Now, let me ask you, Georgia, are you much of a reader? I would like to ask people, you know, what are they reading and what what are you reading right now that you like to share, that you you can find the value of people to people? Oh, yeah, I, I always have a lot of uh, self-development book and financial education book, like tax free retirement, one of them like how money work which is one that we read a lot well what do what do the Rockefeller do that we educate them a lot about Rockefeller family because sometimes we don't we see them up there but we don't know what they are doing so if they can that is a very good reference book the power of zero is one of the books that i'm currently reading now uh, uh, reading now and what else i have a lot of them but those are the main books of uh, Money Wealth, Love Insurance. It's one of them. So, yes. So. I'll make sure. I'll make sure. Okay. I'll make sure. Yeah, I'll make sure I put those in the notes. So, I, I know definitely about the High Money Works. And The Power of Zero is a very good book, too. So, yeah. yeah and I always mention that the first Bible read is. Uh, Thing and go reach, which is one of the books that we are using for the second program in Maryland. So yeah, we have many books that we are reading, and readers are leaders. Yep. So I will always advise people to read. The more you read, the the more value you can bring to the world. Awesome, Georgia. Now let me ask you one last question before I let you go. Here is what is one thing on your bucket list that you still haven't achieved yet, or you like to achieve? Oh, thank you so much for that because uh, let me just share my story if you don't mind so that people see because everything you do has some link in the past and I always tell people, you know, I came from, you know, I came from, from far, from far because growing up in a very humble family in a small village in Cameroon, uh, as a little girl, I, I didn't even have the chance to go to school easily. And I have my two sisters who, who, who happened to get withdrawn from school at age 12 from after primary school or elementary school when we came here. And those two sisters, I lost them. I lost them because, um, because not that because of school, but school is part of it because all their life I have realized that they suffer a lot because of that lack of education. And it was a painful moment because they were so excited to go to school but nobody gave them the opportunity to do so. And my, my very recent sister passed away last, uh, last February. And that sister of mine, when I, I, I was fortunate to go to school, when I became, you know, when I, I went to school, I got, I got my master's degree and I took her to my house and I sent her to school. My sister, my, big, my older sister, I sent her to school and she was committed. Before she passed away, she was doing her master. And when we talk about that, it's not like in the United States. Going to school in Africa as a big person is a big deal. But she was committed. She was finishing her master's. She was going for a PhD. And unfortunately, she passed away. And I launched a foundation on their name, uh, Mary and Vero Foundation, because I know what they feel to help many children in the world to access education, because education is the solution to develop the, the world. And being a victim of that, I know the pain of a child. I know what I, I went through to be able to go to that school, 
be able to get educated. And I don't wish any child in the world to go through that. And that is why I launched that foundation on the, you know, to, you know, for the memory of my two sisters. But my goal is that if I put that foundation, I can reach out millions of children all over the world and give them an opportunity to go to school. That will be my wish. And that, that have been my, my first wish and my, the goal that I've been working on and praying for so that I can make it happen. So thank you, Amir, for, for that question. No, for no problem, Georgia. That's good to know. And then I always say this, when I when people come onto the podcast, you get to know a little bit more about people. So, you know, not to see your the reason your why and, and your foundation that you launched in the memory of your sisters, that's some that's a I commend you for that to keep their memory alive. Even though they're not here physically but spiritually, they are still amongst us. So I commend you for that. And I in any way that you know, we can I can support you in your foundation. I believe, you know, the next generation as we pass on, and they say every hundred years, a generation change. So as we pass on, we must be able to pass, you know, the stuff that we know, not hold that information, but share it. And with you at the forefront, um, Georgia, I know that's going to happen. So Georgia, thank you very much for doing this interview today on the podcast. I really do appreciate it. And what I'll do here is I'll link your, to where people can find you at in the show notes. But thank you very much for coming on the platform and sharing your experience. Thank you so much, Amir, for the opportunity. Thank you. I appreciate you so much, brother. And great job. Keep up the great job. Thank you. That's, that's the goal here. And I think stuff like this, as having a, pla- a platform like a podcast, especially when it comes to like life insurance, because um, I think there's too much negativity, but I like to talk to people who's more experienced because that's how I'm going to learn. And because there's something that I may not know that they know that they can share that people, it's going to click with people quicker. So thank you very much, Georgia. So I appreciate you for coming on to the podcast and I wish you all best. And I know that when it comes to your goals, you, you've won, I watch from afar. And actually, you even even motivate me because you know you come from a different country to come here, and then you have now your own financial services business. And I know we've talked, and it has not always been easy. But to see that you stick with it, you you you've seen your lows, and now you're going to your highs. I'm just I'm just going to be right there, seeing your your progression and your success. Thank you. So much. All right, Georgia. Now, everyone, thank you and have a good one. Georgia, appreciate coming on the podcast. Until next time, have a good one, everyone. My pleasure. Thank you.